0: I do, Easy Bees fans. It's me, Eddie B. That's right, birthday boy, birthday weekend. Make sure you guys send us the gift to the Easy Bees podcast. I'm out. Just kidding. I just want to give a big shout out to everyone out there that sent me love on my birthday yesterday. Thank you so much. It means the world to me here at the Easy Bees podcast. Now, stay tuned. Thanks, change, but I got the best the just Sports podcast. On your Friday's coming up next. It's the ease of these podcast. Check it out. Let's go. And sports fans. This is these and these big the EZMB. Begging eggs the Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie. it's friday you ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do That's right. That's right. Preseason underway last night there at the Hall of Fame game as the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, both teams, brand new coaches. Now, unfortunately for us fans out there, no big names in that game. Of course, neither starting quarterback playing. None of the big names, the, the Cobb or anything like that on the field. But an interesting game to start. Of course, weather being a factor right out the gate here. Season underway. And we're already talking weather. First game there, Hall of Fame game. Of course, we are seven days away from launching the rest of the season there in the preseason. Kicking off next Thursday as all teams will officially play their first preseason game after next week. So very, very cool stuff. Cannot wait. But of course, that's not the news that's going around the NFL world as Shaken Down this week, announcing that the suspension of quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, getting six games for, of course, all the allegations leading up to last year, him sitting out there in Houston. And then, of course, obviously this season being traded to Cleveland. Now it's came down to 22 allegations of uh, misconduct or whatever it may be. Who knows? We'll never get the answer out of that, I'm sure. But uh, with the money being paid and everything coming to a head, nothing has been settled, but he has also not been charged criminally with anything. So the NFL sending it to a judge, the judge making the, the judgment of six games. Now NFL appealing that judgment. We'll have to wait and see if coming up today by the end of Friday here will Deshaun Watson be facing a longer suspension maybe a whole year that's what we think here at the E's and B's he definitely deserves of course we know Ridley earlier this season being announced suspended for the whole year for gambling yes that should be a a punishment as well but I gotta say you know having 22 misconduct allegations uh, uh, pointed towards you that has to be uh, in my eyes you know on the higher tier of suspensions. Six game seeming a little bit light. But like I said, we'll wait and see what Roger Goodell. That's the tricky part. That's who will be overseeing this appeal. We'll see what he does. Of course, now Deshaun Watson can appeal the uh the later thing here when what rolls out in the end. We'll have to wait and see. Also, sad, sad news. That's right. In the Miami Dolphins world, that's right, my favorite team breaking also there earlier this week on the same day, owner, operator, Stephen Ross being suspended, fined $1.5 million and losing some draft picks for the upcoming 2023 draft as it's been now let out that he was tampering, that's right, tampering back in 2019 with... Big names, folks, names you might know, like Tom Brady and Sean Payton. That's right. It's now k Ross looking to pull those guys from their teams back in 2019, going into the 2020 season, therefore breaking the integrity policy in the NFL and now facing those fines. Of course, for most, they're saying that's nothing but pocket change. That guy made that in one lap in that F1 race he put on just a month ago. Uh, In my eyes, I've never been quite the Steven Ross fan, even though I am a die-hard Dolphins fan. I got to say, this is a black eye. Unfortunately for us, we'll have to take this into the season with us on our backs, but the high hopes and everything still arise as training camps, like I said, across the nation have opened up, and some big plays have been made, like that 65-yard bomb from Tua to Tariq Hill already. Day one, there's some very, very cool stuff. But also, to be noted, we do have the other side of the ball. That's right. The injury bug has, stuck, has struck some teams right off the bat, starting off with the Broncos right here in Marholm State, as they now have lost wide receiver Tim Patrick to an ACL. And that's going to be a key, key loss for them with this new system coming in, new quarterback. We'll wait and see if Sutton can hold up his end of the deal going into the season there in Denver. Also, we talked a little bit about it last week. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they lost their starting center, Ryan Jensen, as well to an ACL tear. So they already replacing him. We'll see if the snaps change in Tampa in Tampa Bay. Then down in Seattle, or up in Seattle, safety Jamal Adams. Nah, he won't be gone too long. He's just got a broken finger here out the gate in the preseason training camp. Then over in Buffalo, Micah Hyde suffering a hip Pointer, maybe something there. We'll have to wait and see. They're looking to say he will be back possibly before the beginning of the season. So those are some of the big, big injuries already kicking off there in training camp. 2022-23 season. NFL style, folks. We'll have all the winners, losers, and stories you need to know. And we'll break down week one preseason right here on the best. Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch it up from the field to the diamond. This year six for six. Drive to right center field. There you have it. Things picking up MLB style as we get ever so closer to the MLB playoffs this year. And as you heard, another walk-off there in Pittsburgh, a first career walk-off. Things are tightening up as the trade line has just came and gone this past week. Big, big names being tossed around as the big teams making that last push to get into this year's playoffs. Here are some of those big names on the move. How about Juan Soto? Josh Bell, Brandon Dury, Josh Hardner, they all went to San Diego. J.D. Davis, he moved over to San Francisco. Jorge Lopez, he went to Minnesota. Luis Castilla, he went to Seattle. Trey Miconi, he went to the Houston Cheating Astros. David Robertson, he moved over to Philly, along with Noah Singardner. Jose Siri, David Pereira, they all went to Tampa Bay. Tyler Nagon, Philip Dinchi. they went to the Mets. Andrew Blanchikani, he went to the Yankees. Those are the big names that have been traded here in the last week as the trade deadline is now gone. Like I said, big, big moves, making big, big splashes. Off, off to a start, Juan Soto, definitely going to be a difference maker as they try to make up that deficit there in the West Let's talk about how they stand in the standings going into this weekend. How about out there in the American League? The New York Yankees, they're 70 and 36, 11 games up on Toronto in the East. Then we'll switch it up to Minnesota Twins. They're 55 and 40, 49, they're one game up on Cleveland in the Central. And last but not least in the American League, the Houston cheating Astros. They're 68 and 38, 11 games up on Seattle in the West, folks. That's how it is in the American League. Switch it on over to the National League. How about the Newark Mets? They are 66-38. Three and a half games up on Atlanta in the East. The Milwaukee Brewers, they're 57-47. One and and a half games up on St. Louis in the Central. And last but not least, out here in the West, the L.A. Pay Me Dodgers, they're 71-33. Eleven and a half games up on the Padres. Folks, it's getting ever so close 55 to 60 games left before we're talking playoffs right here in this season. Who do you guys got? We'll have all the stories and everything you need to know leading right on up to the MLB playoffs right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Now, switching things up, let's go from home runs to checkered flags. Let's talk some racing. Can he get through 13? For the final time, he does. Oh, he almost missed the corner. Here comes the one of Ross Chastain one more time. Out of 14. Tyler Reddick looking for his second Cup Series win. It's going to come in Indianapolis. There you have it. After a wild and hot start last Sunday at the Brickyard. Coming out on top and getting... His second win here in the NASCAR season, the number eight machine of Tyler Reddick. Congratulations <laughs> to him from us here at the Wings and Bees, as he has now put himself up on that list as one of the racers to be going into this year's playoffs. Folks, I've, I've said it for two years now. If you put this kid in some good machines, he will put you up front each and every time even when he likes to ride that high line. I love watching this kid race. He's definitely going to be very interesting when he does make that switch here in two years to the uh, Hamlin team, the Jordan Hamlin squad, 23-11. I cannot wait to see what he does over there in their equipment. But last weekend there at Brickyard, definitely holding off the field in a wild, wild race as uh, turn one seemed to be the big headache. Uh, it was like funneling sand through a time glass just did not work each and every restart. There was a problem um, throughout the race. There ended up being a huge, huge wreck as the number five machine, Kyle Larson, coming in like a rocket and smoking the uh, 42 machine of Ty Dillon. Unfortunately or, uh, fortunately for both those guys, they were okay, but destroying those cars. And uh, The radio chatter uh, being listened to afterwards, it sounded as if the five machine did not have brakes. And then after contact and the wreck happened, Brakes came back. How ironic. I definitely know he did not do it on purpose, but a very vicious wreck there last weekend. And I know this. I'm not, still not a fan of that race being on the road course in my home state there, the Brickyard, the most famous, one of the famous tracks in the world, in my opinion. So hopefully they'll get that straightened out. I, ha- I have to say next year there will be some changes as uh, that race definitely just complete chaos if you're not up front so cool cool stuff they'll be moving over this weekend to a bad fast track that's right michigan international is where they'll be home of the fords who do you guys got we'll definitely keep an eye on those last two spots as those playoff spots are closing fast we've got five more races before we kick off round one of this year's playoffs and we know this if you don't win there's a good chance you're not gonna be in this year so So we'll have all the winners, losers, and stories you need to know coming out of Michigan right here on the Best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up, let's switch it over to Short Track. That's right, last weekend, or should I say last week here A old track being reopened. That's right. History being made as North Wilkesboro opening the doors up and running some races, starting off with some modifieds there earlier this week, and a famous, that's right, folks, a famous name coming out on top. Congratulations to number 39 machine of Ryan Newman. That's right. The old dog still has some tricks riding there in the modifieds last week here. here. Northworks Bro, I and mean, we know this Dell Jr., a big advocate of this track, getting this actual operation going and, and getting this thing where it is right now. We do know at the end of the month, Dale Jr. will be climbing in a late model that's right, a super late model running there at Northworks Bro in the late model division. So we'll keep an eye and ear out on that one and be reporting back on that. But very, very cool stuff. Go back, check out the highlights. Like I said, Northworks Bro, if you're as old as me. You know what I'm talking about. One of the baddest short tracks back in the day on the Winston Cup circuit is back running some races, and it's very, very cool stuff. So congratulations to all those guys that put in all that effort out there to get that going up, especially a shout out to all those people. I'm sorry for the flooding going on. I hope you guys get all the help you need, and uh, we hope that everything returns back to how it was and better. I know you guys can do it. We got faith in all of you out there, so Sending out all the love to all the floods out there from us here at the E's and B's for uh, anyone that needs it. Keeping it going here. Still talking short track. Last weekend there in Indiana, that's right, at the speed drum. It was the outlaw figure eights on the track. The sunny 100 going down. Some big names in the attendance. But when it was all said and done, holding off the field and holding off two of the E's and B's veterans. That's right, the Tunny Boys. Coming out in victory circle, it was the number 91 machine of Chad Sizemore. Congratulations to him from us here at the be Holding off some of the best outlaw figure drivers. It's very, very hard to do. And uh, Mark and Ben Turney have been on a roll here lately. It's good to see them guys on track. And uh, it definitely... Puts, uh, I'm sure puts very positive thoughts in their pockets as we move forward getting ever so closer to the world's largest Outlaw Figure 8 race. That's right, the three-hour race coming up here in just several weeks. We'll have to uh, have a racer on here to talk a little bit more about that as we get closer. So make sure you guys are paying attention to the E's and B's podcast as we will have an Outlaw Figure 8 driver on here before the big world's 300 race coming up. In September. Now, moving over to my state where we're at right now. That's right. Colorado. The Colorado National Speedway going down this weekend. That's right. We're going to be live. That's right. At Colorado National Speedway. We are making a debut with one of the baddest female drivers out there. That's right. McCrista Hilton in the 06 Pro Truck, folks. That's right. She'll be running the trucks getting that thing dialed in this last couple days here. Her dad's been sending me some very cool footage. Thanks, a big shout out to Adam as he's been working his ass off, getting that truck ready to go. And us here at E's and B's are very, very proud to be a part of that as I'll be attending there Saturday night, tomorrow night. And I'll be part of that crew, wrenching, doing whatever I got to do to get her to where she needs to be. I've got faith in her. I know she's got a hot foot and she will be, getting that thing up front once she gets comfortable. It'll be exciting. Make sure you guys pay attention to the live feed as we'll be going live there on Facebook. And hopefully, if we ever get enough subscriptions, we'll be live on YouTube. But pay attention as the and B's will be coming to you from Colorado National Speedway Saturday night. It's McCrista Hilton in the pro trucks. Don't miss it. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up the short tracks. Let's switch right on over and talk some no prep. That's right. Some no prep going on this weekend. And I know my boys over there are praying and doing that it does not drop down on them. As there is one of the baddest no prep small tire races going down this weekend there in Ohio. As our friends, that's right. Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson is putting on no prep World Series race uncaged from. National Trails there in Akron, Ohio, folks. It's going to be one of the baddest races of the year. Some of the biggest heavy hitters will be on the property, folks. You do not want to miss it. There will be Smoke Tire, Big Tire, Hard Tire, and Stick Shifts. Some of the baddest divisions and with some of the baddest names, folks. I just, I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. MPK is still on their layoff. They have not yet went back to racing, so there will be some MPK names in the house. So do not miss it. If you're going to be local there or in that area, make sure you guys go check it out. Don't worry about those raindrops. They will go away, and they have the equipment to dry that track off. Go check out Ohio Grudge Racing's live feed there and all the live feeds that will be going on. One of our friends is going to be putting on the live feed as well. That's right. That's no prep felons. Bob Rice. He'll be live right there from Uncaged. So make sure you guys go check him out. Check out Limpy and Happy. Give them all a follow and let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B sent you. That way you do not miss out on any of the baddest no prep action all year long. Folks, I cannot wait. We'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of Uncaged right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast. With that, folks, that'll wrap up the sunny side. This is normally where we turn it over and this week get to our guest or get to the meet. But it's my birthday. That's right. Birthday weekend going down. We're changing things up. We're going to talk some wrestling coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. I do want to give a shout out to my homeboy, my best friend of 35 years, Brian Ashton, who was supposed to be my guest this week, unfortunately for him. Got some things going on, came up. We're going to have to reschedule. So I will be having my best friend, Brian Ashton, back here on the podcast in the next couple couple weeks coming up. Make sure you guys pay attention, because I'm promising you do not want to miss out on that, as we're going to have some very, very cool stuff to talk about as uh, we go back, way back. Like four flats on the Cadillac. That's right, folks. All right, stay tuned. Coming up next, let's get to it and talk some wrestling. <laughs> you here in the greatest wrestling town and one of the greatest, I hate to say greatest because then everybody gets upset but I had one of my best matches of my career here with Ricky Steamboat all my family's here we've made jokes about me being married five times but all the kids are here one wife but all my granddaughters and children are here in And my friends are here. There you have it. As you heard, going down there on Sunday, it was Ric Flair's last match. And I got to say, it was a very, very cool thing to see. I'm sure everybody has read on social media how that thing turned out. Sold out. Standing room only. Some of the biggest names in attendance like Undertaker, Bret Hart, Mick Foley. Just awesome, awesome stuff. Some very cool names that was on the card, like Throwback Legends, Bully Ray, and such. Very great show. We were definitely going to talk about it with Brian, but I got to tell you, on my end, we watched it from beginning to end here at the compound. Very cool stuff. We were so, so surprised on how great Jeff Jarrett looked and performed. I got to tell you, folks, Jeff Jarrett can still go. And I think that if if WWE is desperate, They've got their Huckleberry, if you know what I mean. So Very cool stuff. In the end, the son-in-law, that's right, Andrade and Ric Flair got the win. Very controversial ending, in my opinion, as it ended in a figure four pin. But, if you go back, check it out. Ric Flair literally just had no more left in him. His his shoulders were down as well. So, uh, as we call it here at the E's and B's, it was a double pin. That's how it ends. And that's how it goes. But, we just want to give a standing ovation. A very well-designed job from Rick Flair. over 70 years old. putting on a hell of a display. Now, I know that he didn't put on much of a wrestling display, but to walk that aisle one last time, it was very cool to see. And I cannot wait to hear what Brian has to say when we have him on here in the future. Other things going on? How about this?
1: going down there on Saturday
0: night in the same town Nashville Tennessee SummerSlam 2022 and as you heard there in the promo some very crazy stuff at the end as Brock Lesnar coming down to the ring with a tractor that's right folks and lifting the ring up at the angle tumbling uh, Roman Reigns out but in the end Roman Reigns coming out on top and still Your reigning, defending, undisputed champion, that's right, the longest so far, Roman Reigns, over 700 days and counting, now putting his name on the list with just Morales, San Martino, and Hulk, Hogan, some very, oh, excuse me, and Bob Backlund. Very, very cool names to be on that list with. Uh, We never know when his reign will end. As we've been speculating here on the E's and B's, we think at some point he will have to, have to wrestle his own family in the Rock. But I still don't see him losing that belt. Hopefully, we'll have to wait and see how things shake out for his new storyline. As I gotta say, that probably was the last time we'll see Brock Lesnar inside the squared circle as uh, he definitely gave the old Cowboys salute going out there on Saturday. Uh, No big title changes happened. Only other big news to hear about there at SummerSlam was the returns. That's right. In the women's, it was none other than Bayley, Candice LeRae, and EO Shirai, or as they now call her, EO Sky. I am not too sure about that one. Very, very interesting stuff. And over on the men's side, the one that we predicted. That's right. Edge coming back and helping out. And it looks like the brood. Edge is back in town. Very, very cool stuff. So the fallout on Monday Night Raw, not what we wanted to see, but the anticipation of Triple H taking over creative has definitely began, and we'll have to wait and see what he does bring up and how things do change going forward. Very much anticipation going for tonight's SmackDown, and we'll have to wait and see if anything else breaks but with that being said, that's all that happened there on the WWE at SummerSlam. We'll obviously dive a little bit more into that when we do have Brian on as well, because he went to not yet just Ric Flair's last match. He also going to SummerSlam the night before. So very cool stuff for him. I cannot wait to break that down with him in a couple weeks. Let's switch it up to the other channel. Dungeon? You want Lionheart Chris Jericho? You got it. But well, I'm going to stretch the shit out of you and walk out the new AEW champion You can guarantee it. There you have it, Jericho, with very strong words pointed towards the champion John Moxley on Wednesday Night Dynamite Live there in Cleveland. A very, very interesting show with some very controversial stuff going on. If you have not seen it, go back, check out the highlights. It's been scattered all across the social medias as earlier in the night we had Adam Cole come to the ring with the Undisputed Era. Well, his team and the Young Bucks. And in the end, Adam Cole turning his back on his former buddies. That's right, super kicking the Young Bucks. And they jumped him. And uh, as the uh, crowd got panned to by the camera, or as the camera panned to the crowd, they caught a young boy in the crowd bawling, folks. That's right, crying. Very emotional, very, very cool stuff to see as a wrestling fan showing his passion. But it was very interesting there in the ring as now it looks like saving the day was Hangman Adam Page and now jumping back in with his old pals and moving forward for this new trios tournament that will be underway. I cannot wait to see how those three work together. As they have not been friends for, we know, a very, very long time. Dating almost back to two years ago. So, interesting stuff with that. Also, we had a dumpster match. That's right, folks. I did not stutter. A dumpster match, which ended up being an awesome car crash, in my opinion. As the Ass Boys or the Gun Club, took on the acclaimed. And in the end, the acclaimed Max caster dropping the mic drop from above the exit tunnel, onto the table, then throwing the ass boys in the dumpster and pushing them off the stage, which is very, very frightening in my opinion because I thought for sure that one of their legs was going to land underneath that big, heavy dumpster, but a very, very very entertaining match. A very, very good Wednesday night Dynamite. Now, going into this weekend, as you heard, we've got Battle of the Belts, a loaded card. Folks, we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of AEW's Battle of the Belts this weekend. With that, the last thing I got here on The Scramble this week, make sure you guys are checking out your local wrestling promotions as they are what makes wrestling go around. We uh, we here at the E's and B's, we support our local wrestlers in Rocky Mountain Pro. Right, that's right. One of the baddest wrestling promotions here in Colorado. It's Rocky Mountain Pro. You can check them out live on Twitch. One of the baddest wrestlings on Twitch. It's Rocky Mountain Pro. Let them know the Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. With that, folks, that's gonna wrap up the scrambled. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're gonna get into the toast. We're gonna rip your city and let you know what else you need to know. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. all right, Fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jam, your, jam, your jelly, your cinnamon, butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. Rolling solo this week here on the birthday weekend. We're going to dive right into the toast real quick. Wrap it up like a burrito. Let you know what you need to know. We got some special announcements and... Let you know what's coming up next. How about let's dive right into, as we always do, the shout-outs starting on off with Adam and Team Hilton. Want to give a big shout-out to them guys as, like I said, we'll be going live from Colorado National Speedway tomorrow night as Macrista Hilton will be strapping them up and getting behind that pro truck and making her debut. So you do not want to miss it. Also, want to give a shout-out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Shout to Ohio Grudge Racings Josh Robinson. Shout to State Line Productions Willie Sheffield. Shout to No Prep Felons Bob Rice. Shout to Limpy Happy. Shout to Carolina Performance and Dinos, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout to Backwoods Garage. Shout to Bubba Phillips. Shout to Bang That Lights Destry Turner. Shout to Spool Media. Shout to Stripper Glitter. Shout to Team Mac. Shout out to the Tonies. Shout to my boys Neil Brian Tony Ty and oh my peeps at the Green Solution 810 North College. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for oh. Your cannabis needs. What up, team? All right, folks. I want to give a special, and I do mean special, thank you to all the people that reached out yesterday to me on my birthday. That meant so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a very, very special day. Uh, we still aren't done as we've got awesome weekend planned. Definitely cannot wait, to make sure you guys check out all the E's and B's social media outlets out there as we'll be posting stuff up from my birthday weekend all weekend long. So once again, thank you, and I love you all to everyone out there that reached out on my birthday. It truly, truly means a lot. Now, with that being said, not sure if you've caught the news yet, but here it is. How about the new relaunch? That's right, folks, the org page. The new website is up and going, folks. Please go check it out. Let me know what you think. We uh, we definitely spent some money on this when we hired that professional. We got it done right. The blog page now up. It will be active. Be checking out on the blogs as I'll be giving you. Yet some thoughts throughout the weeks going up into Friday's episode. And if any special announcements and all that good stuff. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Also, there'll be a way to connect with us with our merch page. Also, anytime you need to find out where to listen to us at, it'll be easy. All you got to do is click that button there on the new E's and B's podcast page. Make sure you guys check it out. That's org. Let us know what you think. I'm super proud and super pumped to see if this can't generate a little bit more traffic and get us to where we need to be. With that, also make sure you guys are checking out the E's and B's YouTube. As that crawl to 1,000, you hear it? Crickets. That's right. Not going how we want it. We need your help out there, folks. Spread the word. E's and B's YouTube is trying to get to the 1,000 mark so we can go live. Like, for instance, tomorrow night, there at Colorado National Speedway. The GoPro will be inside the truck, folks. So, wouldn't that be cool? Live, riding along with McCrista Hilton. Help us out. That's E's and B's YouTube. Click on that subscribe button. Click that bell. We have that special giveaway video, the unboxing video, everything you need to know right there on the E's and B's. And right now, we just dropped a new one just a few days ago. That's right, me and the Wrestling Sisters dropping another july unboxing video also putting a secret message in there so if you follow along who knows maybe you can win just go back check it out that's the E's and bees youtube and with that folks we already talked about it hopefully next week we'll be working on a new guest stay uh, stay tuned to the E's and bees web website page is that's where we'll be announcing next guest as uh that's where we'll be doing that going forward as well so make sure you guys like i said Be checking that out. We put the money into it. We're definitely going to take advantage of it. If you want to be on this show, and you're an athlete, wrestler, race car driver, or playing someone out there just trying to promote yourself, get us at Podcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show. With that, let's get to it, folks. And this
1: day in
0: Spouts. 1993, third baseman Robin Ventura of the White Sox battles Rangers pitcher Nolan Ryan in the third inning of a 5-2 Texas win in Arlington. Believingly, the legendary 46-year-old strikeout pitcher was throwing at him. 26-year-old Ventura charges the mound at baseball's oldest player. Ryan puts Ventura in a headlock and reels off six, I repeat, six quick punches. After the fight, Ryan does not allow another hit before being relieved in the seventh. Ventura will receive a two-game suspension. And that is this day in sports. Also, notables for yesterday's birthday along with mine, how about Dallas Green? Maurice the Rocket Richard Mary Decker Stanley Roger Clemens and Jeff Gordon alright folks with that this is normally where we turn it over to LB and get her notes and of course your city but with that being said this week we're just gonna get right into it alright let's start it off the top 10 cities August 5th, 2022. 20, Starting off with number 10, Indianapolis, Indiana. Shout out to Indy. Number 9, it's 8th Town. That's right, Anderson, Indiana. Number 8, Chandler, North Carolina. Oh, all these things. Okay. Number 7, Brighton, Colorado. Thank you, Brighton. Number 6, Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number 5, Broomfield, Colorado. Thank you, Broomfield. Number four, it's Frankfurt, Germany. Thank you, Frankfurt. Number three, Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you so much, Vancouver. And number two, it's the hometown for Collins, Colorado. Leading us up to, once again, back on top, the number one city, it's Denver, Colorado F- fans. Thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Leave a comment. As LB always says, give us that five-star review. Make sure you pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Tell a friend. Tell a famber. Tell someone about this podcast. And until next week, have a awesome weekend. And I can't wait to do it again next. Make sure you hey your... Back it's party time. Peace!